Hello, 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 and welcome to episode two of The Scoop. I'm your host, Sam Miller, and for today's episode, uh, we have kind of an exciting topic to talk about. I'm really excited. Um, I have a guest here with me today. Um, her name is Zoe Reinard. She's a current senior at IEPUI studying social work, and so we're going to have a conversation discussing the pandemic um, from the perspective of a college student, since we're both in college. Um, she goes to IEPUI, like I just said, and I go to Marion. Both schools are in Indianapolis, um, but my school is a private school. Hers is a public school, so kind of just getting the differences between our experiences going to college during this pandemic. Um, We're going to talk about possible hot takes regarding university safety, including um, most universities allowing their students to come back to campus um, for the previous semester and this semester. Um, We're going to be discussing that. Um, and so just stay tuned for a great episode. I just want to say that I'm very appreciative of all the support that the show has gotten since the announcement of the show in our first episode. Um, I really appreciate all of you who listen in to the show, who follow us on social media, um, and even people who've purchased merchandise. I'm very appreciative of you, and I hope that you'll continue to listen. So, hey, Zoe, how are you doing today? I'm good. I just am relaxing at home. How are you? Well, that's great to hear. I'm doing well. I just got done with my first full day of classes of the semester. Oh, wow. How how did that go? Um, it was pretty good. Um, one of my classes is in person, and the rest are all either like hybrid or remote, and we can get into more of what that means later. But Oh, definitely. Today we're talking all about um, the pandemic from the perspective of a college student, um, Mm -hmm. because we're both in college. Um, You go to IUPUI, I go to Marion. Um, They're kind of similar in the sense that they are both in Indianapolis, um, but also they kind of just do their own different things. So so let's go back to almost a year ago, March 2020, which is crazy to think that it's been almost a whole year. I know. Since the pandemic I... started. So a lot of schools started to send their students home for kind of what was known as like extra spring break or like mm-hmm. a two week period because, you know, nobody really had an understanding of what COVID was going to become uh, at the time. What did your school do and what did you think would happen at the time? Okay, yeah. Um, so I was talking to one of my friends last night and I was really trying to put myself back into when I got that email, when that happened, and what's funny is, so, my, like, I remember my professors kind of preparing, be like, hey, if this happens, like, it'll be okay, like, they're very prepared and almost comforting in a way, so I was really good, and yeah, so, yeah, you gotta think, I'm a social work major, I will be a senior, I'm a senior this year, this year, I'll be graduating in May, whoop, whoop. but mm-hmm. you gotta think, like, so, like, my, I feel like, I really just have to, I'll go more into depth, but have to take credit for my teachers and how they, for us, instructors and professors, how they handled it. So they were really good about kind of comforting, but I was more almost like, okay, like, not in denial, but like, kind of just like, okay, whatever, even if we do go on um, a extended two-week break on top of our spring break, it's just a phase, so, but when, but I remember when I first got that email and it was a two-week break like a two-week extended break I was actually at Panera Bread 
<laughs> working on a homework and I was just like and I was just and I got the email and I was almost just like oh my gosh like my teeth my instructors and professors were right like this is actually happening so I remember messaging my um parents and I was just like oh I get a two-week extra break and they're like awesome <laughs> cool and I was like yeah cool like I was just it's almost like I like what's like what's two weeks and now it's like oh my goodness what's <laughs> a year so that's where I was at I remember in that state like I was just kind of just like oh cool like oh and like not to say like obviously the severity of it but like at that time I don't think anyone, we, anyone knew the severity of it yeah definitely not mm-hmm. I know like for me like I was pretty much the same like um a lot of our professors were like we've kind of been told we're not sure if it's going to happen that if we might go on like a two-week extended period of where you guys are at home we do like remote learning um but we don't know and so Marion was actually like one of the last schools to call um that two-week oh, yeah. I remember break. like wasn't it like they put a petition out or something? They, did, they had a petition and a protest on campus for this I don't know how much of a protest it was there was a lot of people gathered together for it and I went to it um but to basically be like our student safety should be number one priority. Why are we still here? And there, so there's a lot of questions about um, staying open because, you know, there are some students that rely on uh, Marion for their food and for their housing. And so there's a question of how that was going to work out. And I fully assumed we would be home for those two weeks and just come right back. Like nothing had happened. Mm-hmm. I had no idea of the severity of everything. Yeah. And like, it got like I wish I would have done some more research about this, but it really has me like got me thinking about like the difference between public and private schools and how we operate like and stuff like that because like mm-hmm. I worry like public and I think we get, we get government funding and stuff like that. So I and also I'm it's probably IUP it was maybe IUPY's discretion, but I don't know like but just like like was it like how does that work like how does like with funding and like who 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 makes the final call, I guess? So for Marion, for us, it was like we have like a board of trustees, and I think that's mm-hmm. what they're called. I'm probably wrong, honestly, but who knows? <laughs> and so them and our president kind of make the decisions on like campus-wide things. That makes sense. So, yeah, and so with IUPUI, um, I th- since like we're like government, I think we're largely government funding. And we're a big research school, but big like that too. I so I almost like basically kind of put my hands and now I think about into their trust and their discretion. So when they said two weeks, I'm like, okay, two weeks is like a largely my life is a part of like basically school. And so mm-hmm. when when they tell me like, oh, two weeks, like I guess like my judgment was with like, oh my goodness, if my school is shutting down, like okay, then like then I kind of determined like then we should actually take this seriously but now I don't know I was just in such an odd confused state and like confused during that time and I was thinking about other schools like you and then I was like like Marion and then I was thinking about Purdue I feel like Purdue was one of the first to call out the next like whole semester was gone. So I don't know what IEPY did, but I know that Marion, so when we were home for those two weeks, like halfway through the second week, they sent us an email 
Um, that's basically like, surprise, rest semester's online, come back and get all your stuff, or you have to wait till the end mm-hmm. of the year. So what did IPY do? Oh my goodness. So yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'll have to really think about this, but for I can kind of preface it with, I am, so I lived about 10 minutes off of IEPY's campus. I, it was non-affiliated with IEPY, so I really wasn't concerned about housing. I like housing and having to get my stuff home. So it, I was just like, oh, I was just like another two more weeks home from break. But then I think I want to say probably, yeah, probably early in the two weeks. I'm thinking about it now is when they were like, it's um, the semester is like we're canceling that the semester. It's going we're going online, and I feel like it was like I remember seeing on social media and stuff. Now that I think about it, about like people were like freaking out like I want my money back I want to get my stuff and they were all like like what's your valid concerns and for me I was like my so like my my mom like I have like a weird family dynamic my one side my mom was like freaking out my dad was like oh it's it's fine it's fine and so like but I but that energy caused me to kind of panic so I was like rushing to get all my stuff because even I think not only was like when we were done with semester I think that really raised concerns and for a lot of us we were like we just want to be home we want to be with somewhere safe with our family I didn't want to be in an apartment although with my roommates I wanted to be home and like I didn't want to have to deal with elevators like that's how severe it was like I like I was scared to like be in close quarters in the elevator and I think that's when everything yeah everything happened like and um like I said, with IUPUI saying like the semester was over and we were all, I think the, the rushing home almost, it was like expedite this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like about that same time was when people started like panic buying like toilet paper and yes. soap and hand sanitizers and all that oh kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I remember like I going to the store and my mom made me wear gloves and not like gloves and I was like laughing about it I was sending like snapchats to my friends of like mom's making me wear gloves but then at the store but at that point we weren't wearing masks and I'm sure we'll get into like the mask mandates and stuff but like Mm -hmm. now you think about it I'm thinking like wow we we were wearing gloves we weren't thinking about masks it's Mm -hmm. crazy um so did you adapt well to online classes or did it hurt your grades or was it kind of just neutral actually I had to look back on my transcript and this was the first semester I got like that like I think the second time I got a 4.0 so oh wow in fact like my grades did not um plummet at all but I really like have to like think so again I'm a social work major so this means we do a lot of research based we do a lot of readings we do a lot of reflections and stuff like that and also not only that we are very empathetic and we are very considerate of others and my instructors are like many of them are still work in person like work work in the field Mm -hmm. so like they understand that empathy and we were not only thinking about um like our grades like like my instructors were thinking about like you have families you have things you have jobs and you have things that you're worried are in jeopardy like this is the last thing we should be worrying about is your grades right now and so in fact I think I got extensions of like upon extensions like it was just I really think my professors and like I don't know if maybe I'm guessing it was I'm, I know it wasn't a universal thing but like the social work community like my instructors even and not even my 
and maybe now I think about it, not even just my social work professor, just like I had genuinely caring professors, my religious study classes consider it. We were all good. So like, I think that empathy and stuff like that really made me feel towards everyone and maybe feel towards like just wanting to do good. And like, although like my grades are super important for me, I know like from, you can probably, you probably know that. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and with you too, but like, I just like, I felt like I was, I, I won't say I adapted. I just was like, I wanted to get like finished strong and I wanted to care, like care because I know like from previous um semesters and when I took online classes my grades were plummeted like weren't as good as my grade in-person grades so it was just I feel like I adapted well but I was more thinking about just other people and my other friends and stuff who had needed those in-person classes who needed that experience to get like they get what they were studying and implement that yeah I, I agree too so like for me um a lot of people at Marion ha- went to like WebEx or Zoom for their classes. I didn't have any classes that had like a scheduled time mm-hmm. that we had to meet. Um, they just kind of said, okay, here's your work. Um, if you need help, let me know. And so we were doing that for a couple weeks. And then most of my professors were basically like, this is not the time to be worrying about I'm trying to think of what classes I took last semester. Like wars and stuff like that. Because I was just a history major at the time. They're like, this isn't important to your world right now. Like, you need mm-hmm. to be focusing on you and staying safe. So you can finish out your coursework if you would like to. Because it's there and it's available and you paid for it. Or if you just want to focus on staying safe and doing the best with what you can during this time, that's fine with me too. And I'll keep your current grade. Mm-hmm. um so I had two oh, classes do that which was that, actually really nice mm-hmm. I think yeah I don't think I had that like I think I they gave more options and stuff and I'm sure there was like if you need if we emailed them and then like that kind of brings me to the point of like the pass or fail or no pass or I don't know we had the instead of um choosing like we had the opportunity to do like if we say if we got we really our grade really plummeted with online instead of we had the opportunity to like email I, I'm guessing a registrar or someone to say like hey like I didn't like obviously this pandemic this whole situation is and I have a lot going on so and my grade is plummeting instead on my transcript can you put a pass instead of a a C or a D because if that would happen it would result in a terrible GPA dropping so I was really I thought that was an awesome imp- like they off- implemented that and then I think then they they would get the credits or or they can go back and like if they really wanted to to get retake that class to get the A they wanted yeah I, I really like that I think some professors offered that last not last semester I guess it's two semesters now um but (laughs) that's so crazy to think about Mm -hmm. but I don't think I was in any of the classes that offered that I think it was either just like you can take this time to focus on yourself or we were just continuing the work not necessarily as normal but as normal as possible Mm -hmm. yeah Um, but yeah that's awesome to hear from like from you like I'm from like from like like a totally different major maybe we have some similarities but different major and like different professors different 
university and it's it's comforting to hear that but like I, I'm still in that like I'm upset and angry about like for professors who weren't understanding and I'm sure maybe you can talk about like the experiences of your other friends or classmates had yeah I know like um for me I had a friend who I don't remember what her major was at the time it's not the same major anymore but basically she had to meet like every day at a certain time with a certain class if they were absent or had internet issues like they got counted against for and, like, I don't think that that's fair at all because I know when you're on campus, you have Wi-Fi everywhere. But when you're at home, you're not guaranteed to have Internet. And the library is closed and anywhere else that you could go with Internet is closed. So what are you mm-hmm. to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and definitely. And the Wi-Fi situation is, like, it, and for us, too, like, we we live in, like, a predominantly rural community. Um, a lot of people, like, don't have, like, they have to get dial-up probably if they're out in the suburbs or not even suburbs out in the country mm-hmm. and I even know like I remember in high school some of our classmates never had wi-fi so like there was a uh, there was a lot of like well what what do we do for them and and so that's that's really frustrating to hear about how they would be counted against because of something that's basically not really in their control mm-hmm so did you prefer having the, like, online format? Um, or do you, like, still have the online format to in-person instruction? Or do you prefer, like, that um, in-contact, person-to-person um, instruction? Yeah, so, like, we call it, like, synchronous or asynchronous. I think I'm pronouncing that right, or asynchronous. And so I predominantly, all my classes were asynchronous meeting. We didn't, we didn't Zoom. We didn't meet up. It was all, like, it's, hey, your assignment's due on Sunday, thank you. Or they'd send us lectures so that we would just watch. And for me, I, I kind of preferred that asynchronous thing. And, like, I, I'll do it, although I did miss, like, talking and, like, having um, communication with the professors. It just was kind of a lot a lot to me at a certain time. <laughs> I don't know. I, maybe it was just my lack of motivation to meet at a certain time. Or, like, because, honestly, like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm stuck at home. So like there wasn't that feel of, oh, I'm going to class. I'm getting up. I'm getting dressed. I'm taking a shower and I'm going to my school to attend a class. So I think honestly, I would rather have it like where I'm going in class in person or just send me the slides and stuff and I'll look it over. But (laughs) because it's like, I, I just, I don't feel that connection. And as social workers, we, we really rely on like, like, hand movements we body language gestures and like how like we do a lot of reflections and how we feel and so we don't really get that when we're talking through a camera yeah. at all and so like in person like we really need that in-person thing to even practice some of our like like it was really hard for us to even practice our techniques of like in the beginning like we were in classes where we had to be in groups we had to practice this like like meeting with clients and stuff and like how it was so hard for us to do that because like we couldn't get that full effect we were like I remember one time I was trying to like adjust my camera so I could see my whole body it was like a whole mess and so like oh my gosh yeah like I I, I want to go back to campus and like for, to be in back in campus I'll like I have adapted well to online classes but like mm-hmm. it's just it's it's not on it's not motivating it's not the same yeah, I, f- I feel that. I, like, 
for me personally, I prefer the in-person instruction, but I, for the current point in time, I prefer online just because it's a lot safer of an option. But mm-hmm. for like in-person instruction, you kind of get like in a routine, like, okay, I got to wake up at 845. Mm-hmm. I can get a shower. I can go eat breakfast and then I go to class. I go to my next class. I go to my next class. I eat lunch. You kind of get in like a routine. But when you're online, you're like, okay, well, I can wake up at 9.45, open my laptop, close my laptop, go back to bed. So it's it's not as much of like a motivational Definitely. thing and to do it. Mm-hmm. That kind of goes into that domino effect of like, well, if I don't have to get up, but I don't have to like get dressed. Why do I have, there's no motivation for me to do this or do that like I mean I can tell you countless times where I didn't get dressed for to do my on classes like at all and so then that resulted into like I don't know I just like there's no almost like this there's no hope there's no I didn't see and like like I think still now we're at that state where like where when is when can I go back to class because right now my classes are a lot of them all of them are online still but um I'm sure you can go you want to go into that yeah I know for me this semester um so last semester they kind of started on Marion where you can have like five different ways that your classes can be oh wow Um, there's in person which is just you go to class like normal um there's hybrid where the class meets a variety of in person and online at the professor's discretion from my experience with it, it's basically just you meet online unless there's like an exam or a presentation yeah. or something that they really need you in person for. Um, there's high flex, which I haven't had any classes like that, and I don't know anybody that has either. Basically, um, the class can be in person or online, but it's kind of up to you. Um, and the professor does both formats. Mm-hmm. There's remote, which is where you open your laptop, get on WebEx or Zoom and meet at a certain time and do all your instruction and everything online and then there is online which I haven't had any classes like that since the pandemic started where basically you just have all your work up on canvas and you do it when you do it when it's supposed to be due Um, you take all your exams everything online and you don't really talk to the professor unless you have a question and that's kind of how they've been doing their classes the last two semesters really that's really interesting because I only have like this semester I do have a few classes where it's like we meet at a certain time when we zoom and mm-hmm. but like last semester like the fall, last semester and like the like I didn't have that at all like I don't <laughs> like we didn't have any where I met at a certain time and stuff like that and maybe and, and, and that has me thinking too like my class like I know, like, the schedule's even, like, in person. Like, our classes, we mostly meet about, if we would go in person, we meet two hours, like, the once, a, like, twice a week for an hour and 15 minutes. And I know for Marion, isn't it, do you meet multiple, more times, like, three times a week? Or how was that for your in-person um, classes? So most classes are, if they're in person, most of them are three-credit hour classes. Mm-hmm. So they can either meet Monday, Wednesday, Friday, um, for 50 minutes, or they can meet Tuesday, Thursday, or like a Monday, Wednesday situation um, for oh, an wow. hour and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so that's yeah, how that's they just, do their That classes. just has me thinking how they like, I bet it was hard, maybe it was harder for like a lot of professors who met, who met three times a week to switch to online. And mm-hmm. it just has me thinking about more questions that 
I might never know the answer to. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked about the first semester dealing with COVID, which was the spring 2020 semester. Mm-hmm. So the spring semester ends. I know for most college students, the question kind of remained, are we going to be allowed to return to our college campuses for the fall semester? And if we can, how long is it going to be before we get sent home again? Mm-hmm. Um, so I personally assumed that Mary and we would be on campus for maybe a month, maybe two. Um, there'd be kind of just an outpour of COVID cases and we'd get mm-hmm. sent home. Well, that didn't happen. Um, we lasted the whole semester and we're here. Um, so how did your school enact COVID precautions to ensure students could return to campus? Um, or did they even encourage students to come back? Or what exactly did they change at IUPUI to be COVID safe? Yeah. So right now, um, going back to, we were like, we, we ha- went back to camp. So I remember in the beginning, it was like, we went to, we went to Thanksgiving and we, we, we went in person, like, starting August I think starting August to Thanksgiving November we went and we could like there was classes that were in in person campus was open I don't know how many classes were I don't know how that was um who got kind of choose I know all my classes were online still so I had really no reason to go to campus but how it was implemented was um, mitigation testing was activated which meant that you are if if you are ever on campus you're like put in this pool of pool and like if your name is drawn out you have to go to campus and you have to get tested we use the I don't I think it's like PCR we use our saliva like a spit sample oh, okay. and they would get tested and it depended and it was so it was random it kind of honestly it made me laugh because I remember in high school we would get drug tested randomly yeah and like some got tested more I remember like in high school I got drug tested like three four times it was so annoying and then and so it was kind of like that some got COVID tested multiple times some did not get tested at all and I think I got tested twice last semester and I think like there and I think that helped a lot and like a lot of contact tracing was going on and stuff like that and which helped in we were getting a lot of updates, but I remember um, our campus was doing good. So we're like, IUPUI is like, obviously like a sister campus to probably IU, like we're, we're ran by IU. But I remember like getting a very, very stern email from IU, say, like the president of IU, Robbie oh. Mc, McRoberts, like the president, he was saying, he said that if you like, like I, if you are continuing to not social distance to still be going to the like parties and stuff like that then we're, we're gonna have to be sent home and so it was very stern and I'm not sure how much that helped but I think that was a point where I was kind of worried like you said I was worried like the but like more COVID cases would result us to go home but that didn't like I think I don't know if we straightened out or what happened but we were it like we all had still had to wear masks like the whole time where we're all always wearing masks and yeah like I was really surprised but so I am very thankful like as much as those medication mitigation testing was annoying it was annoying to have to go to campus and schedule an appointment (laughs) do a spit test and it was annoying but I think that really helped a lot on contact tracing and making sure that 
when we were going to campus, like we were not being asymptomatic because I, I know largely our population, we don't really get symptoms. Yep. I know at Marion, so um, they let us come back, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to fill out this thing every day. Um, it's our like campus shield app. Um, where basically you take like a daily COVID screening. Mm-hmm. You say if you've been in contact with anybody, if you have any of the following symptoms, and if you don't, you get like a green shield. Um, and they didn't really mandate it very well last semester. I think they're going to try to start getting oh, really? more strict about it. But in order to be in like, um, like an in-person class, you have to show that badge. To go to like on-campus jobs, you have to show that badge. And so like, it's really important that you're your green shield so that you can attend on-campus classes and things like that um they also have of course like social distancing um making a lot of like common spaces Mm -hmm. not as populated anymore by taking out and spacing out more furniture and everything like that um because I know like we have like our student center which is called alumni hall and it was always like insanely packed and it's still pretty busy now but They've took, taken out a lot of furniture and spaced out tables and chairs and everything just so that everybody's not, like, right on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, masks are mandated everywhere, as they yeah. should be. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, yeah, I didn't I didn't even touch the surface on, like, the, the social distancing because mitigation testing has been a huge thing IUPU has done. But I'm thinking about it now. It's like we have a bigger campus, so spreading out isn't very hard and, like, we – so it was just like easy but I did see like like a lot of dining stuff was taking out um Mm -hmm. there was just a lot of like a lot of signs were put up to say you need a social distance and stuff like that and I think that and masks like you said as they should be were always enforced and I I've noticed too like I don't know if the same IUPUI like our students here didn't really have a problem with like wearing masks like they should wearing them properly is a different question oh uh, my goodness. on occasions, but at least having them on, um, nobody really objected to that. Mm-hmm. Or if they did, they didn't do it publicly or. No, I don't think I, I don't think I ever saw any tweets regarding about like mask and like why, or on our social media pages, why, why we need to wear masks and stuff. I think we all basically complied and stuff and it wasn't a huge deal that, like a lot many people in society our nation have made it yeah yeah I feel like at this point you know you gotta wear the mask Mm -hmm. it's it's the same no matter where you go whether you go to Walmart whether you go to a restaurant whether you go to the gas station you know you gotta wear it it's all the people that are still objecting a mask how many months into the mask Maybe. I know. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I want to say, like, now that I think about it, I feel like colleges and stuff were one of the first to kind of, like, start. Maybe not. Maybe my credit is wrong, but, like, one of the first to, like, implement these kind of, like, procedures and stuff because in wearing masks. But maybe I'm wrong, but I want to say so. I'm not 100% sure, but I know, like, um, a lot of the college procedures I've found are, like, similar to um, K through 12 procedures because I've subbed at the high school and elementary school in Greensburg when I was at home over break. 
And they had a lot of contract tracing policies, like how we do at Marion. They had to wear masks, they had social distance. And so um, a lot of schools, whether they be K through 12 or college, are kind of tying off of each other, working off of each other with the same like COVID practices. And I think a lot of businesses are too. Good. Yeah, good. That's a, that's a, finally. Um, that's what I want to say. It's finally we're getting to that point. And like you said about the mask, and like like by now we should know. And like honestly, I'm fine with wearing it right now because it's cold outside. I know. Like it's great. My dad kind of advanced my mask and was like, you know, it's kind of nice wearing these masks in the cold. I'm like, thank you. I'm, I'm glad the weather has resulted into you. <laughs> It really is. Like, that's going to be something, like, even in the future, like, if we don't have to wear masks, like, if I have to walk somewhere in the cold, I'm wearing a mask because it's nice and it keeps your face warm. And we have, like, it's like, I I think I talked about, that's going to rampage or go up talk, but I think I talked to my someone about it, like, what are we going to do with all these masks? But definitely that will be an awesome use for them. And honestly, like, we could probably get into, like, more about, like, the future and stuff, but I'm hoping that this will cause, like, a social change. Like, I know in other countries, specifically probably Asian countries, it's, like, like when, even, like, I even saw some on campus prior to COVID-19 pandemic was, like, they were all, they were wearing masks, and they, they had a cold, and it was just, like, it was a nice, courteous gesture Mm -hmm. that I don't feel good, so I'm gonna wear a mask, and I'm hoping that that is still implemented, like, for not just COVID, for flu seasons, for a lot of different things. Yeah, I think I think definitely seeing what has taken place over these last 10, almost full year uh, is going to probably inspire a lot of, hopefully, a lot of changes, societal mm-hmm. changes, at least, as far as, like, how we handle going out in public while being sick or staying home if you're sick or calling off sick from work even Mm -hmm. or school or anything like that so we were talking about uh how we got to go back but there were a lot of colleges who said i'm sorry you're not allowed to come back on campus um it's just not safe there's too many of you we don't have the housing capacities to hold all of you in a socially distanced manner so according to business insider 8% of U.S. colleges did not allow their students to come back. They had to do continued online instruction um, for at least the fall 2020 semester, if not through the whole 2020-2021 school year due to COVID. So do you believe that it was safe that so many colleges allowed their students to come back despite the ever-growing numbers of COVID? Ooh, that's a good question. (laughs) Yeah, I think, uh, like, I, I think when we go back to, like, the beginning of the new semester, and, like, in August, I really was kind of worried about that, and I was worried about um, the, like, the rising COVID and the spikes and stuff, and I think, and I don't I'm I think it's, I'm grateful that there, that there's options for IUPUI. And they gave us multiple options and multiple things for them to, for us, like, if we don't feel comfortable going back to campus, then we can stay home and, like, we can do online classes. It's, we have different opportunities. And I think, and people who did want to go in person, I'm not saying that they're terrible people to go in person, 
But if they did like the safety procedures and they did the right things, then they, I feel like it should be okay for them to go back to campus. But again, it's just the slippery slope of that. And I could probably go into like business and funding and money and stuff like that. And I, that's also kind of been kind of almost like how much is our, our campuses thinking about us and thinking about that and, or how much are we thinking about, they thinking about money and that we need the money. Yeah, I feel you 100% on that. Mm-hmm. I think, like you were saying, as long as the proper procedures are enacted and people are actually following them, not going to parties and not doing stupid stuff, wearing their masks, social distancing, I believe that it is okay to return mm-hmm. to the campuses. But as we've seen on social media and on the news, that that's not really the case at a lot of schools. They still have issues with massive parties, like at schools like IU, mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. sporting events, like massive events that um, don't need to have a ton of people at them, especially if they're not going to social distance. Um, Mm -hmm. And so, like like you were saying, the issue becomes, are we worried about student safety or are we worried about money? And so I think, you know, if we are worried about student safety, if we enact all of those policies like we should... It should be okay, but if we just continue to allow all that to slip under the rug, it starts to become more apparent that the issue is concerned about money mm-hmm. than it is student safety. Definitely, and I think I think it's great. Like like I said, with the options of going online or going in person, or like for Marion, it's the five different ways you can choose to still go on. Like choose, you can still choose to go like attend, like be a part of a college and get maybe get some experience of like learning and like learning about new things or learning learning about things you want to learn versus the uh, like oh we're like opening campus we're like doing this we're doing that so if you want to come to class then you can come to class or if not then I'm sorry then like it's like so I think we're it's a good thing that we're providing the options we're providing different ways to attend classes versus one way or no way mm-hmm. I, I agree 100 mm-hmm. percent. and so while COVID's taken away a lot of things from many colleges and college students including graduation ceremonies campus events sporting events um, and overall what many might deem like the full college experience Um, Many people have been able to find a lot of good amongst this pandemic and have gotten really incredible experiences and opportunities, even if they're from the comfort of their own home. Um, So did you have anything exceptionally positive come out of 2020 or early 2021? Oh, my goodness. I I remember reading this question last night. At first, I just laughed. I'm like, that's like, obviously, no, no. But then I really start thinking and reflecting about things. And I, I was like, yeah, something did good come out of 2020. I turned 21, um, which was a huge milestone. And I was able to celebrate it with in a, like a small group of people. Like we took precautions and stuff. That was a big milestone. But I think my big milestone is um, I'm still here and I'm still graduating in May. So I would consider that a huge one. And I've gained a lot of empathy toward different communities, different 
people of different socioeconomic classes and stuff, I've just gained a lot of perspectives that I didn't realize I was in the dark from. Yeah, well, that's great to hear. Um, I know mm-hmm. for me, I definitely got a lot more educated on a lot of things that I didn't really understand. Um, as far as, like, how a lot of science things work, because science and math are my two, like, weak subjects by far. And so seeing a lot of information on the news, doing a lot of my own research about um, this virus and everything, I learned a lot about that. I learned a lot more about, like, social issues and things like that, even though I was learning about them in class, my classes here at Marion. I didn't understand the full scope of things until I decided to take it upon myself to do more research. Mm-hmm. And I also found a better appreciation for being able to stay at home. So, <laughs> so I'm somebody who likes to be on the go at all times, whether it's at work, at school, doing stuff with friends, or anything like that. And so, I can attest to that. <laughs> so, like, being able to be at home, or actually not being able, having to stay at home for extended periods of time kind of grew my appreciation for being able to stay at home and finding things <laughs> to do while at home. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. Grew that appreciation. I, I can, I definitely want, when I say that you are an on-the-go, you're very active. You're very active in high school and your community and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm glad you found appreciation on, for me, on the contrary, I'm glad I found appreciation about going out to places, <laughs> going to, I remember at Walmart, like, was our, my favorite thing to do, to go to Walmart <laughs> and walk around. Now I, I find much appreciation about how, how much I miss, I guess, the normalcy. So, yeah. I feel that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, is there anything else regarding COVID in as a college student that you'd like to address that we didn't address today? Uh, let's see. I think I want, hmm, gosh. As a college student, I would say, yeah, just keep going. Keep, like, keep, it's going to tell, like, to keep going. It's, although we may not know when or how this will we will go back to normal. I think we're we're in a good direction of getting there. And I think just reflecting and using that strengths based theory and saying like like you did like just saying giving yourself affirmations to all college students, like you did do it. You're still here, you're still fighting, you're still attending classes and you made it. And so really and versus kind of not fo- focusing on the negative. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think um a lot of people in general, we're very caught up in what COVID took away from them, what 2020 mm-hmm. took away from them, instead of focusing on what it gave. Um, even if it was just life experience or like teaching a lesson, I think 2020 and the pandemic has taught people a lot of things, given people a lot of things to think about. Um, and, you know, like you were saying, you're still here, you're still thriving, even mm-hmm. if you're not thriving the best, but um, you made it through two semesters or a semester and a half uh, dealing with a pandemic, so you can keep trucking. Exactly. I like that. I like the keep trucking. That sounds like <laughs> something from our hometown. <laughs> keep tractoring. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there we go. Keep tractoring. Keep, keep plowing those feet. 
Oh, it was so much reconnecting and talking to you, Sam. Oh, I know. It was definitely a great conversation. We brought up a lot of great things today. Um, lots mm-hmm. of good conversation for sure. Oh, um, definitely. And I think the constant like talking about things instead of like just putting it away and putting it in the corner is not like talking about it and getting it out there, getting it out to the open, getting out to the community is a way that sparks social change in a way that keeps us fighting and saying that we're here. Absolutely. Well, it was great mm-hmm. talking to you today, Zoe, and I hope you have a great rest of your you semester. Too. You too. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> so Zoe and I had some great conversations today. Um, we discussed our experiences during the pandemic as a college student. We discussed the kind of the differences between what my university did and what her university did, as well as some of our opinions regarding mass mandates, social distancing, and things like that. Um, It's been a great episode, and if you would like to continue to support the show, you can follow us on all our social medias. We're on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at TheScoopWSam. You can also shop our merch store. Um, We've got t-shirts, hoodies, masks, cups, mugs, you name it. Um, It's a non-profit store, so it's just another way for you guys to support the show um, beyond listenership. Um, We will be back for episode three on February 15th. Um, So we hope to see you back here next time.